Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to another episode of Recharge Wrestling. I'm Krusty and I'm here with Keeney. Hey guys. And uh, this is our WWE podcast. We're going to recap and review in the build-up to SummerSlam 2022. Very exciting time. Uh, firstly, I just want to thank everybody. Uh, we had a massive influx of listeners on the podcast. So thank you very much. And please continue to listen. If you want to find us on YouTube, just search Recharge Wrestling. You'll find us there. And uh, we also have a Twitter account at Recharge Wrestle. Please give us a like and subscribe, follow, and uh, we really appreciate it. And we'll keep continuing to make you as good a content as we can. So we have had some massive news this week. Um, it seems to have just kept flowing. We always say it, the moment we are on air, it seems something seems to come out and then we we, <laughs> we miss the boat kind of. So I think this will release sort of Thursday night, Friday morning. So Keeney, do you want to dive into that? Yeah, sure. So this is potentially the biggest news in professional wrestling history. Uh, I'd go as far as to say, I think it came out Thursday night, probably whilst we were recording the pod. Uh, Vince McMahon left WWE. Um, just that that in itself is huge news but since then we have learned that Triple H is taking over um, operations and creative isn't it yeah yeah, going to be running the shows like he did with NXT um, and the black and gold NXT in Triple H's hands was the best WWE wrestling we've seen I I would argue in the past couple of years so that's exciting I mean I guess just straight up, what did you think when you heard Vince was leaving? I kind of anticipated it. I know he's been sort of toying around, hasn't he, by coming on the show and announcing himself um, mm. for, for no real reason. Um, but since the things that were coming out in the press, it was kind of almost looming. Uh, it's, it's a mixed bag, really, because he's made it quite clear he's still the majority shareholder. He's still going to have a bit of an influence, isn't he? Um, the fact that it's kept within his family with Stephanie being CEO and then Triple H's son-in-law in in creative but we know how different the way Triple H looks at things and like yourself with the sort of reminiscing of the the black and gold brand I think taking some of Vince's creative spark in the storytelling but then bringing in Triple H's real desire for really good wrestling matches more than a five minute disqualification 
I think could really be something special. So I, I'm really excited to see um, what happens over the next, it's not going to happen. Well, it might happen immediately. SummerSlam could have some wild changes, but yeah. the next few months, I think is really going to build, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think, I, I, I think to your point, I, I think some people were, were maybe watching Raw and SmackDown this week thinking, oh, what's different? What's, what's changed? But, you, you can't really change anything too soon because you're in the midst of a build to one of your biggest shows of the year. You just have to keep things going. I, I don't think we'll see <clears throat> the kind of effects of Triple H in charge for a good few months. If you know, I, I think six months down the line, we might start seeing Triple H's WWE rather than Vince's WWE. But I mean, yeah, I am. I'm intrigued, very intrigued to see what happens. Uh, I, I think anything that we see that's slightly different, we're going to think, oh, that's Triple H. That's Triple H's. Uh, Any good match, yeah. all over it. Anything that happens, like, you know, Champ have, have a good match on TV, we'll think it's Triple H. And it, it, it may well be. It's interesting to see. But the fact that Vince, it's, it's a family member of Vince's who's in charge. It's, he hasn't given it off to, you know, he hasn't sold the company to someone. He's just... Well, he hasn't, but Triple H is in charge of creative, and he's still obviously got the ear of Stephanie, who I think's got a big role now. Um, CEO or co-CEO, isn't she? Um, so I'm intrigued to see how much of an influence he still has, despite him not officially being in WWE anymore. Because I, I don't for one second think he's going to have nothing to do with anything anymore. Um, but I guess it's wait and see. I'm, I'm intrigued, you know. We've been wrestling fans for, you know, a few decades now. Many moons. Yeah. And this is the first time ever we've seen the, not, not just WWE, but the, the landscape of wrestling without Vince McMahon involved. The first time ever. So this is completely unprecedented. Um, yeah. Completely I mean, different grounds, isn't it? It is. And we got like uh, Tony Khan sent out a tweet, didn't he, saying, calling himself the longest running. CEO of a wrestling company and like I just I thought that was in poor taste. I didn't think that needed to be said. Uh, He's think, a nightmare, isn't he? I mean, it was yeah. slightly amusing, but he is the absolute disaster on Twitter. He, he yeah, he's just going to gonna get in. slaughtered for that. People are going to be, you know, of the thing is, a lot of people don't like Vince, but a lot of people do like Vince. He he, yeah. he does, um, and even the people that don't like him, he's still, made WWE respect today, hasn't he? He so. has, yeah, yeah. He he invented WrestleMania, like. You know, you can't give get a better legacy than that. He created the Undertaker, he created the Rock, he created Stone Cold. You know, he's he's he is essentially what why we all love wrestlers because of what Vincent Mann has created. So, ignoring all the personal stuff and where allegations, I, I, I don't know the ins and outs, but as a wrestling promoter, for for the fans, I think he's been the best thing that's ever happened to wrestling, just on just on those terms. And I think Triple H has big shoes to fill. But we have seen him do really well with NXT, with a brand. He was let on his own. Him and Shawn Michaels were just let on their own in NXT and made it my favourite show to watch for a couple of years. And I think, I think quite, quite a lot of people's. So Brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And it, it's going to be interesting to see how that changes Interesting now. how just before this all happened, the PG-14 certificate came in. Yeah. Because well, we know, looking back to Black and Gold NXT... It was a. It wasn't very PG, was it? It, it was no. pretty savage. You had some matches between, notably, uh, Johnny Gargano and Champa, which 
it made me cringe and wince sometimes. So maybe we're gearing up for for some of that, um, which maybe. I wouldn't be opposed to some of it coming across. No, completely. And I think the timing of a lot, a lot of these uh, announcements we've had are very well thought out. I mean, the fact that Vince announced he was leaving on tw- just just with a tweet rather than you know, a big song and dance about it makes me think maybe he, he was pushed to some degree. But also he he had Madison Square Gardens Raw on Monday and he, you know, he quit days before that, which is, you know, one of the biggest roars of the year because, you know, they always go mad for Madison Square Gardens. So I suppose if they really, if it was really planned out, he would have announced he was making a big announcement or something like that at that yeah. show. And that would have drawn in I mean, they were doing that for weeks, weren't they? Just saying, yeah. oh, Vince is coming and to, to bring in, and it had like the biggest ratings. He could yeah. have done it again. So I don't think you're wrong there. I think it's come, they've got to a stage where they've said, right, enough's enough. You've um, yeah. you've got to step down now. Um, but then again, they might have just been sorting things out in the background. They, there's probably a lot of things that need to be prepared for, for a change, for a handover to Triple H and Stephanie, both of which had stepped back not too long ago, which seems quite strange now you think about it, how they, Stephanie completely like went, didn't she? Triple H obviously had health issues, but stepped back. And now suddenly it's like, right, in we go to the top level. It's not even like, so Triple H must be well, because if he wasn't, you, you wouldn't put him in arguably one of the most stressful jobs. Um, well, and yeah, now he's got not just, not just NXT, he's got everything uh, now under his control. So he, he has a lot of stress in him, like you say. So, I mean, I'm, I, I, I hope his health is, is fine and I'm sure it is for him to take on this role. But yeah, interesting times ahead. And I think the next the next six months or so, I mean... Just on a personal level, what does this do to Clash? Because maybe Vince had plans and maybe Triple H has got different plans and maybe things change because this is the other thing. We know how, how WWE's booking is. We That's because we know how Vince books TV. All of a sudden, it's a bit different now. I've already been thinking about SummerSlam because we've had a... Keep an eye out, by the way, on our Twitter for our predictions league. Yes. Even if you haven't joined in before find us at recharge wrestle on twitter um we basically have a little league going a bit of fun predictions for the upcoming pay-per-views summer slam's a big one it's, it's arguably the second biggest after wrestlemania so yeah. get involved um but as i was saying i now have no idea because i <laughs> i i i'm quite good at predictions i think i'm second in the league yeah. um but i have always as you say gone from what i think vince will do I have no idea what's going to happen now. And like you say, Clash of the Castle, which we are stoked about because we're going to be mm-hmm. there. Um, what's going to happen? Who are we going to get wrestle? Um, I'm expecting some absolute scorching matches. Um, but I know Triple H has such a big investment in the UK. Obviously, he, he had a big part of NXT UK um, starting up. So hopefully, he really wants to impress so we get a WrestleMania level card is what I'm after. Um, maybe without the celebrities, but um, I'm sure we'll get something. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be going to be very interesting um, indeed. Shall we get on to the the, the review and recap? I mean, this this moves nicely anyway onto SmackDown, doesn't it? It does, yeah, because we had Stephanie McMahon open the show uh, 
to just essentially thank her dad, um, which you got some is nice Vince chance going completely on. expected. Um, it'd have been weird if nothing was said, wouldn't it? So I think yeah, something yeah, had definitely. to be done. And Stephanie's probably the person to do it, being his his daughter. Um, but yeah, I mean, so you know, the people the, they were chanting "Thank you, Vince," and. There's been a lot of like, you know, just, I, I, I listened to a couple of wrestling podcasts myself and, well, I listened to one, but they have said, you know, was, you know, the, the, the people chanting, you know, considering the allegations, is that a bit in poor taste or is it just, I guess people aren't thinking, are they, about the allegations? They're You've also got to about, remember you know, a lot of wrestling fans are quite casual. They won't follow the, the news and the yeah. media i know it's huge but that's because we're involved mm. i don't think your average fan will know the ins and outs of what's going on um yeah. so and it's very difficult to not get caught up in the moment isn't it um and i guess the, these allegations are still it's still allegations i, I know they've proven that the, the money has been taken and things like that um but it's, it's, it's a difficult one it's a really tricky one um yeah, but it's also if you've got everyone around you chanting it are you going to sit there all quietly and like yeah. you said earlier things he's done in wrestling in the past yes yeah. it's, it's, it's been good was that um, he's, well i don't think there were legends big enough word for for his influence on professional wrestling i think it's it goes beyond that because people talk about the mount rushmore of wrestling and vince is almost too too good for that isn't it because he, he is he is wrestling, essentially. Anyway, mm-hmm. I digressed a bit there. Um, or was, as of... Was. <laughs> it was now, yeah. Maybe yeah. not anymore. But let, um, let's see. Can I get into a top mark straight away? I'm just going to... Oh, right, straight in, yeah. Kick us off positively. Because it kind of does link on to what we've been talking about. And a story broke Friday morning. Uh, you Well, Friday morning US time, so probably, you know, during the day in the UK, that Brock Lesnar had walked out... Um, in in response to the news of Vince leaving, he'd walked out of SmackDown hours before the show, and then there was like a a, a meeting with all the wrestlers just to kind of make sure they're all okay, I guess, and make sure no one else was a, was a flight risk and was going to walk out on the show. Um, so we went into SmackDown considering he was advertised for SmackDown, Brock Lesnar, not knowing what, and it made SmackDown really intriguing. And I don't know whether this breaking news or leaked news was work or whether it was leaked on purpose or whether it's always so difficult to know what's a work and what's not isn't it or if brock actually left um but the reason i'm speaking in top mark terms is because at the end of the show where i'd honestly almost forgotten that brock might turn up i I don't know about you but i watched the whole show i didn't i wasn't thinking about brock i was at the start and then as the show gets on you kind of you know you're thinking about what's happening and I, i had back on mind kind of forgot about Brock. So seeing him come out at the end just just really it surprised me and it probably shouldn't have done. I'm 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 an idiot. I you know I shouldn't fall for these things, but I fell for this one. I just wasn't expecting Brock at all at the end. And the, the pop he got from the crowd was it was massive, huge. wasn't it? It's huge. And I wonder He's how many still of them so over. Yeah, he is. But yeah, I mean, you know, what did you think of that? Were, were, were you surprised to see him or were you I was it. because again, I, I thought he'd gone. I I was actually thinking, how are we gonna? Well, one is he going to be at SummerSlam? Is he is he gone? Mm-hmm. What are they going to do? How, how are they going to make this work? Arguably, their biggest match on the card is now not happening. Mm. Would have been a huge blow. 
Um, and I was, I was just thinking, to be honest, I thought it was ending quite well anyway. I thought it was quite good. That just topped it off. Um, we might as well go into the main event. Um, what what yeah, was talking about it? It was a six man, wasn't it? Uh, the Street Profits and Madcap Moss, the Usos and Theory. Yeah. Uh, I think we had a, uh, at the start of the show, um, Madcap Moss saved. We had a small promo, didn't we? Uh, where it just ended yeah. up in a big fight between the. Um, yeah. Profits and Usos. And that's theory it. And Theory, yeah. Yeah, it was good. good promo. I, I'm, I know people get hate for him, but I'm actually really enjoying Theory in this. The way he's almost going for everybody, isn't he? He's he's really got no, he's, no friends. He's doing a really good job. Yeah, and they are making out that he's got a lot of enemies, and that, that's quite cool. But we, well, actually, I think it might have even been you you yourself who said you were concerned that Theory had no one, you know, Theory with a briefcase could be good, but no one's around for him to, to kind of stalk with the briefcase. But actually... He's stalking everybody. <laughs> he has been everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and every yeah. time we see Roman, we see... Theory. Every time we see Brock, yeah. we see Theory. He, every time we see, even last he's around. He's, yeah. he's he's everywhere, isn't he? Well, um, this is the thing. He's got a US title match at SummerSlam. And then you've got Ziggler hates him. Madcap Moss hates him. He's yeah. fighting with the Street Profits. He's literally going at everybody, which can only surely be building to him not being able to cash this in. Um, I don't think they'll. Um, I'm digressing slightly, but I don't think they'll not. I don't think they'll have a failed cash in. I think he just won't get to cash in. I think he'll be yeah. on his way, and then something will happen. Because um, okay. I think he's too good at this role to to let it just go uh, after such a short time. It just works so well. He's getting so much heat, isn't he? And integrating with all these different wrestlers. Um, yeah. Again, not to bring it back, but it's something that's going to be uh, happen on the show. We're going to keep bringing it back to the big news. But theory is an interesting one because you saw how he was booked on Black and Gold under Triple H, and he was a joke character, wasn't he? Yeah. He was this this dumb jock who didn't know which way he was going and spoke out of turn. And the way Vince booked him as Money in the Bank title contender, top guy. I mean, ordinarily when you associate an NXT and a going up to the main roster, it actually goes the other way. So Theory is an interesting one where Vince booked him a lot better than Triple H ever did. And now Triple H is back in control. But I'm sure Triple H is... I mean, he'd be mad. I don't think he's crazy enough to to reverse what, what he's done because I think he has done a good job. Again, I know people aren't too keen on him, but I think that's just... He's playing his character so well. Yeah, I think it's just really good heel work. He yeah. annoys you. Um, yeah. And he could be thrown around. I mean, look at Elimination Chamber, where Brock launched him off the top of the, the cell, uh, yeah. off the top of one of the cages. It's it's mad. Um, but I I think it's the right way because they're showing he's showing diversity. He can play a joke, and all the if you look at all the best superstars, they can do it all. Yeah, the the characters Romans had they're, they're nothing's like what he, he's had now. He's not really had a jokey one. But then you look at Seth, he has. Yeah. Uh, Jericho. Um, all, all these like amazing superstars, The Rock, they can do jokey, they can do... I know it, it's a it's a tall order to compare theory to these, but just in the sense that it's such a broad spectrum that he can do these comedy characters and then he can be a serious wrestler and a good heel. He also followed Seth around for a while, didn't he? Yeah, um, he's, he's, he's really diverse so I'm actually quite excited to see where his career goes 
I'm not his biggest fan, but I just think he is good at what he does. Um, and he looks the part anyway, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Um, but yeah, essentially, that was, <laughs> my top mark was, was Brock returning. Not, not as much to match because it ended in the DQ, in fact, uh, theory struck madcap with the briefcase. Yeah. Um, Which I almost think, as much as I don't normally like that, it needs to happen because you're still, you can't have Street Profits or um, Usos take a real lot, like a proper loss. It, know, it wouldn't make any sense. So, use theory. Madcap, aren't they, a bit as well? Yeah, pretty, yeah, they really are. And lose much. He's thrown in these main event in with the main eventers as well, which is is good. Uh, I like. We want to see yeah. people coming through. Uh, we can't just have the same people over and over and over. So no, exactly. I mean, I think when Fisher had he got inside knowledge of the top hills on SmackDown, and Ricochet was second or something. I think Mike Moss is probably, if not first, and second. Unfortunately for poor old Ricochet, since he lost that belt, he's he's disappeared, hasn't he? Bless him. He has, he has disappeared. Which is yeah. which is actually horrid. That that shouldn't well, happen. Considering considering the thin roster they have, I can't believe they're not using him. I think Triple H will. Uh, he he was he thought quite be, uh, highly of him in NXT. Yeah. Um, they just need to show his wrestling off. That's that is where he shines, isn't it? Yeah. His his so, wrestling's great. Again, a Vince trope was he he wasn't big enough, and he needs wrestlers to be a certain size to be pushing them to a certain point. Which is why maybe Adam Cole would never have worked out main roster because Vince wouldn't have pushed him to the point. Yeah. Whereas I think Triple H maybe has a different viewpoint on that, as we saw with how he pushed Adam Cole in NXT. Strange. Uh, this is a really uh, big segue, but you just mentioned Adam Cole. Yeah. This I know this isn't the AEW part of the podcast, but I read earlier that Tony Khan has said that Adam Cole is in contract till 2027 with AEW. So there is no chance of really of him leaving unless unless something really goes goes pear-shaped and he wants to be bought out. So he's there for the long haul. Same as Malachi Black. He's got another five years on his contract. So, Yeah. Um, well, again, we've I heard some... Well, heard. I've seen... I've read some reports on Twitter. So, you know. Take it with a pinch of salt. <laughs> it could be for real fake. Yeah. Take it with a pinch of salt. But you're hearing, you're hearing like kind of whispers of, of these released wrestlers who maybe are thinking about coming back because... Vince isn't in charge now and that, that everyone's mind is just mindset's just changed in WWE all of a sudden people are thinking oh, actually it's a different well, the, the share place. price went up 10% it's yeah. it, it, everyone feels this is a good change which is is mad really well, but and again as much as and I, I will praise Vince for his, his wrestling booking because I think he's done an amazing job but it had got stale you can't argue that his, there was a lot of the same has things. Been stale for a couple of years now. I mean, how many times have we seen Street Profits Usos? What yeah, happened just... to the women's titles? Think, it, it, things like that. Yeah, it needs to be changed. It does. It does, and you know, maybe I, I'm all for freshening up um, the creative side of it. And Vince was never going to give it up on his own accord. It had to take something like an allegation, or you know, it had to take something to push him out of it. So, yeah, very interesting. Very interesting. Anyway, let's carry on with our recap and review. So you mentioned, I I was going to segue nicely earlier, but I can't remember what you said. Something about big guys. I think you said Vince, Vince always liked the guy who was massive. Yeah. So segue nicely onto Gunter and his, uh, (laughs) and his, and his colleague or partner, I don't know what you'd call him, uh, Ludwig. 
so you had Ludwig Kaiser versus Shinsuke. Um, and do we know if if this match is going to be so? We, we've obviously this was leading for an intercontinental match. If Shinsuke beat Ludwig, when is this match taking place? Is it at SummerSlam or is it going to be on SmackDown? Well, Shinsuke lost to Ludwig. Of course he did, yeah. So match. it doesn't even matter, does it? Yeah, Which so is actually a bit of a shame. I mean, I, I, the thing is, we, I didn't read down my notes then, and I was like, hang yeah, on. Yeah, we are definitely, we're definitely going to get that match. I just don't think, I think it was, it's going to be a TV match. Again, when's the last time they put the IC belt on a pay-per-view? They don't do it. Again, maybe that changes now. But It really should. For, for SummerSlam, it won't, I don't think. No. Uh, but that being said... I guess we've got two... No, one... Is it this weekend, SummerSlam? Yeah, we've got... Yeah, I wonder whether something's going to twist to get him a chance at the belt. Yeah, it just I seems mean, a bit of a strange build if you then don't have the match. Yeah, I mean, I guess realistically, if it does get on the SmackDown card, it will probably be on the pre-show because I just I think it's just not had yeah. quite if the build. If they do a pre-show. A rushed. If they, well, they'll, they'll do one. Whether they should, I mean, it should be early on, but I think... Um, I think it could be good. But the, I mean, the reason I actually got confused and thought he won is because of the after angle, which was the interesting bit of this match, wasn't it? Yeah. Which is why I thought he'd actually, Shinsuke, beat Yeah. Him. No, this is, again, this is an interesting one. I don't quite know where this is going with um, Gunter chopping Kaiser. Um, I think it's, it's I think just it's, making him just a yeah. super heel, isn't it? Really? I, I don't think they're gonna I don't think they're teasing a split or anything like that it's way too soon but basically Walter Walter Gunter tells Ludwig to take his shirt down and then like almost teases that he was joking but then gives him a real big chop and as Fisher said last week it's good that they're utilizing this chop because it is probably the most savage chop in wrestling yeah yeah. it's insane the only thing I can think is this is just building for somebody to feud with them over that. So a real baby face, stop doing that kind of thing. Whereas Shinsuke doesn't really care, does he? He just wants the belt. He, he doesn't care about Ludwig. I think you're going to have yeah. someone try and get in, to, in between them. Uh, maybe yeah. the next feud. Yeah, yeah. Could be interesting. I mean, you know, maybe Shinsuke could do that role if he... If he and his name is John Cena. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I mean, I mean imagine good. that though, like, Clash of the Cattle. Like, yeah, John Cena versus Gunther. Um, <laughs> he's the sort of person who would come to the rescue, to be fair. Yeah, he is. Um, so something... Uh, could this be my skid mark? I think I might give this a skid mark. I think oh, we're straight bit, in on the skid mark. I think okay. this was a bit skiddy. I was about to bring something up, but it's a little bit skiddy. And I, don't, I didn't have the skid mark coming into this recording. So is we were promised last week to meet Maxine Dupree. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. We were promised to meet Max Dupree's sister, I think, is what she was billed as. Um, and it seems like she has replaced Max Dupree. So I know Fisher had his prediction of Ginny. Yeah. And that would have made sense. He was I, like I, certain, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he well, if yeah, maybe put some he, money. He convinced on it. Cost, me. Cost a lot of money, yeah. That's why he's not here today. The the, the shame of uh, getting his prediction so wrong. He's no longer Fax Fisher. We, we've Listen, removed yeah, the title. Just... <laughs> Failure Fisher. Uh, so we actually got Sophia Cromwell from NXT, who's been with Von Wagner and uh, Robert Stone. For about a month. 
Yeah, and hasn't really said anything. That was a quick call-up. And again, I'm assuming she can wrestle. We haven't seen her wrestle. We haven't seen her even get near to wrestling on NXT. Very quick call-up. I wasn't massive on this promo, personally. I wasn't, like, again, because of the levels Max Dupree promos are, I I felt like a come-down to me. And already, if if they're replacing Max Dupree with her, this group is already doomed to fail, in my opinion. I just don't see... I think Max Dupree is the only way it could have worked. And no, I agree thinking, with you. Hopefully Max Dupree is still a part of it and we keep it. But Well, Fisher mentioned last week that he thought Vince had fallen out with LA Knight, Max Dupree. I'm wondering whether, one, maybe he was on his way, but I'm hope, what I'm hoping for is that Triple H has come in and said, I'm not wasting LA Knight. Yeah, doing this, yeah. on this um on this faction it's not worth it so i'm hoping he's going to pull him for a little while and then introduce him as la knight and then actually have him wrestling have him spitting fire promos because he's awesome uh he, he yeah. any feud he was in in nxt although he seemed to lose everything it was just amazing so i'd love to see him on the roster and i really hope he's not doomed to the release list um I think there's less chance of that now. With, yes. With Triple H in charge of creative. Definitely. I think so. Although it depends how big the fallout was, because he's still not going to, Triple H is still not going to want to upset Vince this early, especially, is he? So. No, exactly. Like we said, who knows how much interest, how much um, involvement Vince will still have <clears throat> in the short term. Um, we got, I mean, speaking of, feuds that go on a bit too long Sheamus and Drew now I, I love it when they wrestle but they're, they're just not wrestling and this match was meant to happen three weeks ago yeah um the Clash of the Castle number one contender match which I I mean I think it's a bit weird to do before we even know who the champion is I think you do that once you work out your champion because you don't know what's going to happen they just want a big build don't they to try and sell yeah. as many tickets as and- they can they have dragged it out, dragged it out, and now we have a Donny Irish Donnybrook match, whatever that is, um, at on SmackDown this week before SummerSlam. Seamus and Drew, the winner, is number one contender for Clash. And so I did I like think... this promo though. I thought this promo was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I mean these two are great, and and they're a big deal for for UK fans, aren't they? And it's a big yeah. deal for them. Um, they're both going to be on the card and they're both going to have decent matches, I think. 100%. I'm wondering, I mean, here's a little prediction. Maybe Sheamus, maybe Drew wins at Clash. He pins, he beats Roman. There's a, there's a prediction for you. Roman wins, mm-hmm. goes to Clash. Drew beats um, Roman. And then Sheamus stops Theory doing the cash-in. Um yeah. I mean, it's a way of getting him out there and then they can have a big hug. Uh, I, I still am not writing off the fact, the thought that possibly Drew and Sheamus might tag within the next year. And I, I think that could be quite that, a cool yeah. tag team. Yeah, I mean, I you think that. back to Cesaro and Sheamus. They yeah. started like this constantly. They had like eight matches, I think. They yeah, were absolutely yeah, incredible. Like that, yeah. And then they were one of the best tag teams in a long time, the bar, wasn't it? Yeah, it was amazing. And um, Sheamus and Drew are... Like quite quite long like long time friends outside of the ring 
you know yeah. they, they do that on really well like you see them on social media going to football matches together and the pub together and they 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 got to kind of do do what two two lad mates would do um so well this yeah. promo actually sort of snuck into that a bit because it, mm. it it mentioned um drew drew i think was speaking and he said our first match was in front of a hundred fans and this one could be in front of seventy thousand. and then Seamus said i'm not gonna lie that's made goosebumps come up on my arm i just i liked that bit that, that was a real cool promo showing that they've been been in there and done it together from the start um it's an interesting interesting story i'm, I'm quite looking forward to seeing where this goes yeah, I think. I mean, do you think there's a possibility that they could just have a draw on Friday, and maybe it clash a triple threat, triple threat clash? I think it could maybe be cool. And there's also a week. way of Roman not getting pinned. Yeah. Sheamus or Drew pins Sheamus for the title. Drew doesn't get pinned, and then Roman is still unbeaten. And then Sheamus still stops the cash in. Yeah, well, so, even yeah, though I mean, he even though he lost. Anyone can stop the cash and there's theory's got to have a line. Everybody did have there. a big line, big conga line yeah. stopping the stopping. It would be quite cool cash-in. actually if they did that over like the course of a, f- a few weeks or so. He tries to cash in every week and ev- someone different. Someone gets in. in the way. Yeah, there's always someone different. And it's like, God, how many enemies by name? No way, yeah. Jose stopping the cash in number 50. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it maybe bring back bring back Johnny Gargano, stop the cash in. Mm. Patricia from catering has just stopped the cash in. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so something quite minor but I suppose builds to a big match um, we had Corbin absolutely uh, blindside Pat McAfee which um, ended up in a big brawl backstage I'm really enjoying yeah. this I, I am I, I'm actually really looking forward to this match uh, do you think they're going to let Pat beat Corbin I mean I've, my prediction is probably I think they might have Pat win I, I, I do think, I think they're really big on Pat. Um, and I think that's not, you know, I, you know, Triple H or Vince was in charge. I think, you know, Pat has shown enough and he signed a new long-term deal recently. And I, I think, I mean, you know, they've got the history with the, with the football background, playing for the same team. Like it's, it's a perfect match. This is, this yeah. match was perfect. The build-up I think has been near perfect. I just quite like the blind side in the you know how, how angry Pat gets the when Pat was away Corbin making fun of him doing the Shinsuke entrance like it's, it's just been really good build and yeah this is I mean maybe I would even say it's match I'm looking forward to the most on the whole card really it's right, wow. it's right up there I'm really looking forward to this one so I think it'll be really good because we, we say it every week but we like Corbin in ring he's a really good in ring wrestler. Yep. And McAfee hasn't failed yet. No. He's only been he's in the ring two or three times, but he's always really good. And I think he could be a really good opponent for Corbin. I think it could be a really, really good match. Yeah. The only thing that makes me doubt Pat winning is the fact that Corbin hasn't really got the upper hand. Although he's been blindsiding him, he's not mm. absolutely wrecked him that he can't get up. Like He, he walked away yeah. from backstage, didn't he? Um, yeah. Also, yeah. do you want someone... One of your wrestlers losing again because Corbin just loses and loses and loses, doesn't he? Yeah, but it's it's kind of Corbin's role. That's I mean, his I feel... role, but it just see, makes him less credible when people beat him. Um, 
That's my only, but that's the same issue I have with Seth constantly yeah. losing. How, um, how credible do they want Happy Corbin to be? Would be my question. I think sometimes there is just a transitional heel who only plays that role, who will get into feuds. Dolph Ziggler played it for a while, um, who loses pretty much every feud he's in, but he gets into feuds with people to kind of elevate them. And that, that's kind of his role on the card. And I think Corbin's perfect for that role. Sami Zayn's another one. Sami Zayn loses a lot, but mm-hmm. he plays it really well. Even The Miz loses quite a bit, probably less so than the other two, because he does win uh, sometimes. But yeah, I, I, I would say Corbin, Miz, and Sami Zayn are those three at a moment in that role of like that heel that just can lose. And I don't think, I think Seth is a different, because I think Seth is maybe the best performer they have in the whole company. So I think that's a different story with Seth. But I think those three, I think they play a really good role. And I think they all do a really good job. I think Corbin's been amazing in this build. I think he was really good with Madcap Moss, even though that went yeah. on for quite a long time. I think Went it, on a bit he, too long, didn't it? But and yeah, he really he, put he over Madcap. Good. He really put him over. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, look at, I look at Madcap. So, yeah, I, I think Corbin can afford to lose. So let's talk about some women's wrestling, I think. So we've got a few little things just to note. Um, First one wasn't massive. We had a Liv and Ronda promo. Got a passionate promo from Liv saying she's going to beat Ronda and then um, she's going to shake her hand when when she beats her. I'm not sure on this match on who's going to... Can Liv Morgan really beat Ronda? Um, I think... Do we have a big comeback here, maybe? Yeah, so, yeah. I think the only way, only way Ronda loses is if it's because of a comeback. Return and of I, Bailey. I think that's what you do, and I think that's how you move Ronda away from the title and give Liv a proper run. Yeah, you can't let her lose. You can't let Liv lose, but also you can't probably have Liv beat Ronda you clean. You can't have Ronda lose clean to Liv, otherwise that, you know, Ronda's mystique goes. She doesn't lose to anyone clean. So, you mean she nearly even beat Liv in a cash-in, really, you know, wasn't far off. So, yeah. they, um, yeah, they, they, they must have sunk up their sleeve for this one. That's because it, it just doesn't seem like a, 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 a matchup that makes sense, I don't think, with, no. unless they've got something lined up, a comeback. Maybe, I mean, I think Bailey's be, coming back. It, it could be Charlotte Flair, though, couldn't it? We could have Charlotte oh, please. Again. No, 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 please don't. It could I mean, be. you could easily. You could bring Charlotte back because she has had the feuds with Ronda, get her to loot to to mm-hmm. stop Liv beating her. Do you then have Charlotte feud with Liv? But then will they let Charlotte lose a clash? No, probably not. I think Liv needs that belt up until the Royal Rumble or something like that. Yeah, I agree. I think she needs a needs a decent run out of it. Um, and she's doing well. I know she's selling merch like crazy, so I really can't see them taking it off of her. Very popular, very mm. popular. Um, almost, almost like more popular than I think she should be. I, I, I think the the, the fan base behind her is massive. I don't know. She's very likable. Yeah, she is. Do you know what it reminds me of? Actually, it reminds me a bit of Becky Lynch's hype before she turned into Becky Lynch when she was like you know not on TV much and a bit of a mid-card act that's what it reminds me of and Becky Lynch has excelled again very like likable that's the thing she was a very likable character I think they engage a lot with the with the fans which really helps 
Yeah. So I, I, I think that's that's the goal for Liv is to try and be the next Becky Lynch. Or, uh, that's obviously. a tall ask, but it is a tall ask. But I, awesome. I would say Becky Lynch was in a similar, if not a worse position than Liv Morgan's in right now. Mm. Well, definitely right now because she's champ. But even before she was champ, I would say <laughs> she's at the top of the tree now. Yeah. So I actually think Liv Morgan is, you know, it's it's up to her. She has she has to perform, but yeah, right now it's not credible she beats Ronda Rousey, and no, that's no, you that's can't probably have a problem for your champ. Yeah, um, maybe Bianca Belair, um, Rodriguez eventually if she gets to that level, Rhea Ripley, somebody like that possibly, but still it's it's it's. I mean, it's, where they've it's, it's, prob- it's probably Lacey Evans, I would guess, next up for Liv. That's my prediction. Now that's an easy loss. That's a, that's an easy win, sorry for Liv. It is, yeah, and it's it's also an easy segue as well onto. Uh... Lacey it sure is, yeah. Voicing. Poor old Aaliyah, though. Poor Aaliyah. Yeah, I know. Like, uh, she just wants a match. <laughs> and do you know what's annoying about this? I mean, it's like you know. I think you guys said it last week. It's good that Lacey Evans now has a lane and she can stick to it. She's a heel, fine. We know now. It took two months for them to realize what brand or what whether she was heel or face. They had no idea. Finally, we've got somewhere. Um, but this. What we saw on, on SmackDown was odd because why didn't the match take place? Is this the second time in a row now we've seen this happen? Yeah, because the match was advertised. The entrances happened. Well, Aaliyah's... Actually, I think Aaliyah's might have happened on TV. But anyway, the entrances happened. And then Lacey talks and walks off and then that's it. Just move Knocks on to the her next out. Thing. Gives it a woman's right. That's, yeah. that's Aaliyah down on the floor. The only yeah. thing I really liked about it was the fact she's calling people nasties again. Yeah, I like it when she calls everyone nasties. Well, she's definitely a heel in the face. I, I thought that face would be. I was interested to see it because we haven't. I don't. I don't know if she can do a face role, but yeah, she did for a little while. I think she she was right at it mm-hmm. um, before really the Ric Flair stuff. Um, and she she was pretty over, but the crowd saw through the cheap tactics to try and get her to be a face, uh, yeah. which turned her into the heel. So it's actually worked quite well, I think. Um, but yeah, um, it doesn't really matter this just at all, does it? It's just a shame Aaliyah's not getting a match, even if it's two minutes long. Um, and the only other thing really on the card that I can think of, unless you had anything else, was we had Rodriguez versus Sonia Deville. Um Raquel Rodriguez. Um, really good match, actually. And a great win for Raquel. Um, it's great to still see her being booked so strong. And I, I thought her finish is really cool. It just looks so powerful. She had Sonia up in the air above her head with one arm. She yeah. just, she, she really is looking great. And they're, they're booking her so strong. Um, yeah, really are. Really, really pleased are. with that. Yeah, that I think great. that's literally everything on SmackDown. Yeah. It, it was pretty average, but there was a lot to move things forward. Um, well, it, it, it was an intriguing SmackDown because of the news and the Brock situation. And I think it just about delivered with the Brock uh, surprise at the end. So, yeah, it was... Um, was there was only one more thing Smackdown. to mention, actually. We saw Jeff, oh, Jeff Jarrett, the special guest referee for the Usos and Street Profits. I just wanted to say, he looks absolutely insane. He looks so good for his age. Yeah. He, he looks really well. Um, I didn't expect that one bit. I mean, I, I'm not exactly a fan, so I, I don't follow him or anything. But when I saw him, I thought, ah, wow, he, he looks great. Um, 
and it, he does. he's making it very clear that he's going to call this straight down the line. There isn't going to have any funny business. Do you think that's going to happen, or do you well, think this is maybe the most random specialist referee of all time? I have no idea what's going on. I think it's in his hometown. Uh, Fisher said. Still makes, yeah, but why this match? Why of all the matches? Why is he referee of this match? It just seems completely random. The only the only thought I've got is he he's going to do something at SummerSlam and it's going to lead to a storyline coming off of SummerSlam. So my unofficial prediction is that he costs the Street Profits the match and then he maybe manages Dawkins or something as like a heel and they split up. Okay. It seems, I don't think mad. that's coming now? I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to justify why Jeff Jarrett's referee and I cannot do it without thinking there's a storyline off the back of it because if he's just referee, calls it down the line, there's a victor, there's a loser, and then we move on and we never see him again. It's a bit and random. What the it? hell is that for? There has to be a reason for Jeff He's definitely Jarrett. getting himself out of there, though, because the next night he's wrestling um, with Andrade yeah, against Rick, Rick Flair. Flair. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, um, I, I'm just, I just cannot think for life of me what the hell is going on. This is the most confusing. It's, it thing makes on the, the prediction a bit odd because I thought Usos would possibly lose here. Yeah, I mean, I think I said it on the podcast actually when the referee, the referee was announced. I thought, oh, Sami Zayn, this would be a cool role for him, trying to get on the Usos' bloodline's good side. Maybe he'll mess up or something and accidentally. You know, cost you so it's the match. Then that's there's, there's that storyline there. That would have made sense. Some some things doing nothing else. It would have made complete sense that storyline. But to throw someone completely random in, who's not not only is he not involved, he's not on TV ever. He's not part of the company. You said, well, you know, he's a legend's contract. So I just think there has to be something else to it. There has to be something happening in off the back of off the back of SummerSlam. I'll be interested to find out. So, on to Raw is War. And this went off pretty quickly. Uh, you come out of the the opening credits, straight into Miz and Logan Paul having a massive fight. Yeah. Um, this was, we don't see this often. And again, I, I mentioned it at the top of the pod, but you're going to keep seeing things and thinking, is this Triple H? And I was like, well, this is different. Vince doesn't usually do this. But maybe, or maybe just... It's Logan it. Paul, though, so it is, it is quite Vincey. Um, yeah. But I can't say I hate it at all. I, I actually, Logan Paul impressed me when he wrestled at Mania. So, no, it um, is. I mean, the problem they've got is trying to get Logan Paul cheered because he's playing the face in this um, dynamic. And I mean, do you think they're achieving? Do you think Logan Paul is a believable face? I mean, I mean he's, he is. Get, he's, he, it's a mixed. It's a mixed opinion, isn't it, in the crowds? A yeah. lot of people don't like Logan Paul just because of who he is. Yeah. But you can't deny he's popular. He He's popular for, for good or bad reasons. He is popular. Yeah. Um, and The Miz just plays a good heel. He, he can't really play... Paul, Logan Paul couldn't really play the, the heel after being betrayed by The Miz at WrestleMania, could he? Um, yeah, I suppose so. I mean, I, I, I thought a way to make him more popular and we did get a bit of backstage just to have him in a tag team with AJ against the Miz and Champa 
to me, that match makes more sense for SummerSlam. Yeah. Um, because we did see him backstage with AJ for a bit here, and, you know, we obviously Champ has been with the Miz. Um, but, again, a one-on-one match, that, that's a big ask for a celebrity to pull off a one-on-one match. Most celebrities we see come in are in a tag team match because, you know, they... It's you know you, it's easier to to wrestle a tag team match I guess because you're not in the ring as often and if, you know it's it's a different psychology in a you know in a tag in a singles match he's fifty percent of the match and I mean the Miz is an absolute pro so he will help him through it and I'm sure he's sure had quite a long time fine. to train if they had this they obviously had this in mind because of the way they ended WrestleMania yeah so you would imagine right, yeah. he's been training a lot. Um, I hope so. I, I look forward to it anyway. I think the story's quite good. Um, yeah, it's just one I, of those I, I matches that I'm, I'm not overly, I'm not massively fussed, but it's going to be fun. I think. Uh, and last time it over delivered massively, so th- I guess this segues quite nicely onto the segment called Impulsive, um, oh, yeah. which is Logan Paul's uh, <laughs> basically rip off of Miz TV. Um, and you just had Maurice come out and talk to Logan Paul, um, basically talk about how big or small his balls are again for the like fourth week in a row. Yeah, it's a bit much now. Still amusing, but it's got to the sort of end of the, the amusement now. Um, you, this is just something they've latched onto, isn't it? Because the crowd liked it. They've got T-shirts yeah, saying yeah. it uh, the lot, as WWE do. Um, and then you get a, another attack by Champa. Um, and they, they actually get the one up on 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 Logan Paul, and Miz hits his skull crushing finale. Um, something that's really worth noting that wasn't on the show. There was a promo which our man Fax Fisher sent over to us um, in a in a private chat of Champa, really bigging up how big the Miz is, and he he's like he's the man who who's the most popular the best wrestler this that, and the other and the promo was fire they need to get this sort of this champer on tv um yeah. he was really riled up um but yeah great to see him actually being able to do something even if it wasn't wwe.com he has a purpose now at least because for a while he was not doing a lot on the main roster when he got called up originally so it's nice to have him be doing something and again being involved with the Miz is never a bad spot to be on I think if you're on the main roster because Miz is always on TV definitely so. it's a very odd pairing but it actually works so well oh, doesn't it yeah it kind of makes no sense as to why they're together but yeah it does actually speak we, we can I can segue that lovely on to speaking of people that shouldn't randomly to be together yeah. odd exactly. pairings we had a random tag team of Dolph Ziggler and AJ Styles <laughs> This is throwing people together, isn't it? Some reason, God knows what's going on here against the Alpha Academy. Um, shoo, shoo, shoo. I still absolutely love Alpha, 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 Alpha. Academy. Yeah, I like Alpha <laughs> Academy as well. <laughs> they, they are good, um, but again, they have this um, role currently of not doing much, getting involved in like random people's stuff. They haven't really got their own storyline, have they? No, nope. um, but. We saw a win for Ziggler and AJ. So they, you know, I always question these decisions when they have a, a proper tag team lose to just two random singles guys together. Because in my mind, the tag team should be better because they tag together all the time. So they should be work better as a team. But they've always done this, though. Always they have. done this. The only time they lose is if they put two feuding people together. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Which I hate it when they do that. So I'm glad. Oh, you guys have to work together to yeah, get your match. I, I hate that. So don't do that ever again, WWE. No, it's, um, it's stupid. But so random. Yeah. yeah so it is. Random. Well, what was interesting here though was we got Ziggler pick up the pinfall with a zigzag. Yeah. How often does he win match for zigzag? They're pushing him again. I think this is his last hurrah, isn't it? He's on TV every week, winding up theory. Yeah, it's it's a weird one, Ziggler. If if I was in charge of creative, and if you listen, Triple H, I am available if you want someone in charge. But if I was in charge, I'd have left. I'd have left Dolph Ziggler on NXT personally. I think he had a great run there, and I'd have kept him down there to build all these people up around him. That's what I would have done for Dolph. But fair enough, they've given him. It's a, intriguing, a, isn't it? A face sat run there at the side with his suit. Yeah, it's a little type of gap into Robert Roode now. Big Bob. Oh, North poor Big Bob. He's being poor sidelined. Bob. I think they should bring him back with the full glorious. Um... Yeah. In fact, he was on main event, I think. Yeah, didn't, didn't with... uh, Fisher say. Yeah. yeah, he's on main event with his full glorious attire. So I, I think that could still get over, bring it back. Um, yeah. Yeah, it could. I mean, really... he's, he's, yeah. he's great. I mean, he's another one. Why couldn't you move him to NXT again? Robert Roode you know he, he could have a run in NXT go for the title <clears throat> maybe Big Bob Big Bob, Big Bob. Um, what else did we have on Raw so something that was quite big I guess was the Mysterio's 20 <clears throat> year Rey Mysterio's 20 year celebration yeah um, it's quite a nice very good video package um, very very impressive being able to stay in that business and stay relevant for that long. Really, really impressive. And he, he almost doesn't seem like he's lost it, has he? He's still very, no, very good in ring. To, to the earlier point, especially given his size in the Vincent Lyon company, to last, he's tiny. And he, he's had World Championship runs. He's had Royal Rumble wins. He's had everything you could Real want. David and Goliath, isn't it? Yeah. And, I mean, he might be... To, one of the few exceptions to Vincent Mann's general rule and Ray Mysterio is an absolute absolute legend of, of WWE and of just wrestling in general. I mean, were you surprised that we got no real did we get an interference in the actual promo itself? So I was expecting to see Edge here. And I think that's maybe what what I think a, a few This was thought. quite hectic, wasn't it? I mean yeah, there were a few segments. We I'm got the fake what... um we got the fake DQ, didn't we again? Uh, attempted fake DQ with yeah. um them hitting the chair on the floor. And then they hit a double six one nine, very and then an Eddie Guerrero frog splash, uh, which was which was nice. Um and then we go backstage. So, uh, and then Ray's gifted his nineteen ninety seven gear. By um, was it Dom who gave it to him? I'm, I'm yeah, it was his it. daughter. I can't remember his daughter's name. I've forgotten as well. Although she had a massive weird storyline a couple yeah, of years she back. Was a bloody Murphy for her, wasn't that she? That was weird. But um, <laughs> and then quite cool actually. Rhea appears. Yes. And, and gets involved. This was cool. I like it Those when they. Mix in. Yeah, she, she, they really did need it, didn't they? Yeah. Um, pulls Dominic into the hallway. I mean, I love it when you have these really awesome powerful women wrestlers like getting involved with men it's like china back in the day yeah um it just brings a whole new dynamic doesn't it um and then judgment day obviously get a beat down and round on 
So I have a prediction here. Ooh. It's quite a far-fetched one. So I think that um, I don't know who's going to win here. I think Judgment Day may beat Mysterios and then they're going to try and savagely beat up Ray. I think Edge will then save Ray. I think that's what's going to happen here. And then I think you might get like a tag team, like a, an alliance with the occasionally tag between Edge and Rey Mysterio. And I think yeah. this is how you turn Dominic. <clears throat> I then think Dominic wears that purple 1997 gear that was gifted and joins Judgment Day. Yeah, that's a great shout. Because he's, it's like their colours, isn't it? Dark. Yeah. PG. So he wears it. So he's dark Mysterio. Uh, he, he's he's in he's in the Judgment Day. I mean, it's uh, a it's I, a it's a far fetched prep, yeah. but I think that's bang on. I'm 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 all, I'm all behind that. I think I Triple think H, a great don't show. worry about Keeney, sack him. I'm, yeah, I'm sack here. <laughs> get get crusty in. That's a fantastic. I think you might be on something there, because you know what? When Ray was cutting his promo in the ring, the whole time I'm thinking Dominic's going to turn in a minute. I was waiting for Dominic to do something. And nothing happened. And I was just, I don't know if it was just me, but I just really thought, I mean, because how often... We thought people... about a year or two ago, didn't we, that it was going to turn. Yeah, and I like that they did the last week with Dominic actually saying, yes, I'll join. And they're like, no, we don't want you to join this way sort of thing. So I think he's going to realise that his dad is a... Um, this know... is the way to elevate him, isn't it? And actually establish him as a superstar on his own. Yeah. And this way, you get some great storylines. You get not only do you get Edge and Ray as a tag team, and or and Edge and Ray v the Judgment Day, which is again Edge and the Judgment Day. Yeah. But you also get Ray versus Dominic. Like the, yeah. the, the it's matches, crazy, isn't it? The dynamic. The this this could keep you going for like three or four pay per views because there's so many different variants and matches. Yeah. Maybe you get a, a, a female involved on Edge and Ray's side as well, Beth Phoenix or something. And this turn doesn't have to happen Ed. for a while. This can happen at day one. The, the, yeah. You could wait for the turn to happen at day one. The jealousy mm. builds between Ray and Edge uh, um, because of the tag team. Um, Dominic and Ray. Dominic and Ray, but because they're tag teaming. Yeah, Edge and Ray are tag teaming. Um, you, you could build it for a long time. Yeah, and maybe you go into, I mean, could you wait to WrestleMania? And WrestleMania? Ray I think v. for the Dominic? big match, I think Ray v. Dominic, yeah, WrestleMania. Edge v. Balor, WrestleMania, and you bring out the Demon. I mean, you've got some real good matches there. Um, yeah. get, who, who else? I mean, they could bring in anyone else, and you've got matches for Rhea and... Um, I mean, again, I said it off and, the cuff, but yeah. I, I, reckon, I reckon you could bring in Beth Phoenix and get Beth Phoenix for Rhea as well. That could be cool. Yeah, yeah, it could be really good, the big one. Both, 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 and then you've just got some on. something for... Um, Priest, priest yeah. to do. I suppose he can just be a be a, on the side, yeah, kind of thing. But it's it's there's so much they could do with that. Yeah, really, there's so much a, they could do with it. I, I genuinely think what you've just said is genius. Thank you. What is, I mean, I think I'm amazing. taking. A, I'll take a bow. So I'll, I'll bow it for those on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope I hope you're right now. Yeah, but me too. Actually, now the more <laughs> more I think about it. Anyway, we should probably press on because we're. We're really going into every single thing here, aren't we? This we is the build up to SummerSlam. Let's get excited. This is what happens. Well, one thing, there's not much else from the show to mention. Um, <clears throat> we got um, a promo at the start of the show 
from the tribal chief, yep. our tribal chief, Roman Reigns, which was amazing. And just again, the, you can go to the promo itself. I know you like the actual promo, the back and forth with him in theory, but just the presence of Roman Reigns is insane. He He's is mad. bigger than anyone else on in the company by a bit. Like he is huge. He makes it believable that he is controlling stuff backstage. Stuff he says, it's like, yeah, you think they bother me. I, I'm the one doing this. Yeah, he is inviting theory into his ring. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? He is the man, the absolute man. But anyway, what do you think of the actual promo and back and forth itself with theory and? Rain. I just thought this was so good. I mean, firstly, you had a, an awesome promo from Heyman as well. Yeah. Um, it's very similar to what we've had over the last few weeks, just saying how Brock's this powerful thing, but the, but the Tribal Chief's going to beat him. It was still great. Um, yeah. But this promo was just so good. Roman saying, I want you to analyse the situation. Your daddy's gone. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's hilarious. I mean, (laughs) then the fans joining in with who's your daddy chance. Um, And I I think this was off the cuff. I don't think this was scripted when Roman then said, if he keeps messing up, the tribal chief's going to be his daddy. That was absolute gold. What a legend. That couldn't have been in the script, surely. But Roman... He is the man. I mean, I get annoyed when he's not on TV and he's not there for weeks on end with the titles. That does annoy me. But yeah. I can't deny he is absolutely fantastic when he's there. Yeah, he, he's, he's number one. Nobody could say he's bad. They just, you just can't. Um, back in the Superman Pugeria era when he was a face, he was pretty damn awful. I, I, I did not like him one bit. But now, I... I think 99% of the people surely think he is, he's one of the top guys. He's, he's incredible. He is. He's on another level right now. Um, I just, just said with of... theory smacking Jay in the face with the briefcase. He loves hitting yeah. people with that briefcase, doesn't he? He does. It's great. It's, it's, he's perfect for the briefcase theory, really, if you think about it. It, it does suit him so well. Um, we just, we just thing kind of randomly moved on to Drew McIntyre v theory, because Drew just came out randomly. Well, um, Theory started like a proper... I thought, hey, we've got Theory in the ring again, ready to start a promo. And I thought that was yeah. quite odd. But then he got interrupted instantly, as you say, by Drew. Yeah, and then the match just started. Anyway, that did in DQ when we got Lashley and Sheamus involved. Then we had a tag team match. <laughs> it's Lashley, chaos, isn't it? Lashley and Drew be Theory and Sheamus. It's tag team matches you never thought you'd see. Um, and yeah, Throwing I mean, everyone together. Yeah, the Hurt Lock. Um, yeah, the hurt lock on theory was it? I think from Lashley. Yeah, um, and he tapped but... out instantly because he was he was trying to preserve himself, which I like. It's, yep. it's that's, actual that's foresight. You're not. I hate it when they like go balls out before a massive match, and it's like you yeah. wouldn't do that. You'd you would preserve yourself, like theory is, and it's very clever booking again. Um, it is, and then and he it just works into his into his character. Um, by the Usos as he walked out Theory and then Reigns come back out and stood over him to, again it's great that we are just seeing Reigns and the bloodline and it, Theory and Brock just Theory's everywhere and it's it's brilliant I, I they're love all it. everywhere aren't they they've got Seamus and Drew as well 
Um, yeah. I actually really liked a spot by um, Lashley was going to do his usual spear through the barricade. That barricade oh, taking yes. way too many beatings. But then Seamus like come out of nowhere with this massive knee and annihilated Lashley. Yeah. I just thought that was a really cool segment. Um, yeah, that was good. Just to give Seamus a little bit of um, credit, but also we the reason he managed to get Lashley managed to get the hurt lock on was because of Ziggler. Again, Ziggler yep. winding up Theory from the outside, so he's having this impact. They're literally using the same superstars in so many different segments. It's yeah. mental. Yeah, you had Ziggler there, crazy. next minute he's tagging with AJ. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it's, but it's it's a good use of stars, I think, to to have them all. Big time. I've been, I've been involved all over the shop. Um, we got a brawl between Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair in the build-up to the match. I have nothing really on that. I loved um, Becky's outfit was awesome. Just like all yeah. in white. I just thought it was cool. She's coming out in some awesome gear every week. Um, it, it, I don't know if she, she has the creative over that, but it's just wild. <laughs> It, it's cool. It really is cool. Uh, but yeah, I, again, Belair gets the one up over Becky in this instance. But not, nothing really much more to say, was there? No, wasn't much on this. And then, I mean, we did get Alexis and Drew Drop have a match. There's not much to say on that. The only thing that really had anything kind of cool was Drew Drop sitting in the ring saying, "Someone come move me," and Ronda comes out. But yeah, the match yeah. was completely pointless and. Poor Alexa Bliss. She's, I guess, they're just kind of keeping her relevant on TV. Yeah, it's just yeah, random. Hopefully, it? before then, she does something. Do you want to talk about the main event? Yes, I'd love to talk about the maybe, main event. Maybe, uh, maybe so, to, uh, surprise, surprise, we had Street Profits and Usos in the ring, um, but at least this time we had Riddle and Roman. Yeah, the um, bloodline as a six man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, just, it's a rare occasion, I guess. As, but yeah, Reigns doesn't wrestle much. The real mixed bag here, because Usos and Street Profits put on amazing matches, and I don't mind watching them in the ring. But I'd love to know the stats on how many times these two or a variation have faced off. It must be, they have to be one of the top teams yeah, insane, or, or yeah. people to face. It's, it's constant. It, it is mad, and it it makes it a little bit stale, um, but they do put on amazing matches. So I can't say I'm disappointed to see it again at SummerSlam, but I hope that is it. I don't want any more after that, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the match was good. Everyone, in, yeah, I mean, Dawkins Dawkins has really come a long way, hasn't he? Um, we all do know Fontes Ford was great, but yeah. Um, but everyone in the match looked really good. The crowd were pulling some huge pops here. Um, I really like the segment where Roman blocks the RKO from being so strong. He just he just like launched him down. That bit looked amazing, and I love this booking of Roman being an absolute beast. I hated it when they used to make him look a bit weedy, and he has to had to constantly cheat him. So this is how I want him booked. So when he does finally get beat, it's really impressive. Yeah. Um, Roman got the spear on Riddle and um, got the pin. So at this moment, this is where we're rolling into my top mark. But I was thinking, where is Seth Rollins? Why hasn't Seth been on this show? He's been on every single Raw and a lot of Smackdowns as well for the last year. He's been the main man in terms of being the workhorse. Um, And this is my top mark just because 
burn it down. Here he comes, crowd, wild pop. And then he meets Roman on the ramp and just looks at him and laughs. And that, to me, is if if this stuff with Drew doesn't work out, or maybe after that, what's Roman going to do? I think we're going to get a proper Seth and Roman feud. And I think we need it. Even with them both as heels, I think it works just because of the backstory. But just the way Seth started that, laughing in his face and then said bye-bye and just walked off. Nobody disrespects Roman like that. And Roman doesn't allow people to disrespect. So I think that all, I might be reading into it too, too much, but I just think that all plays into this. To this story Uh, and the sort of psychotic mindset that Seth has um, he doesn't care who he is and who's backing him the fact that the Usos are there but then he gets a savage beat down on Riddle um, and stomps him on the steps then just crazy laugh and something you don't often see with the heels it ends with the crowds chanting Seth's music and he's just enjoying it he's not he's not ignoring it it's like this yeah. weird it's, he's almost he reminds me of the Joker um from yeah, DC that, yeah. from Batman he, he just he's he's crazy isn't he it's, it's so amazing uh, what did like, you think of it yeah I I think I think it was I think the match itself was good really good six-man tag um yeah all the guys involved are all great so that's to be expected, but I think, I think we may be. I, I know it's, it's good, mad to say this because he, he did just stomp Riddle on the stairs, but I think we may be starting to see Seth turn face soon. I don't think we're a million miles off that. The crowd, like I said, the crowd singing his music. That is a very big indicator of like. The thing is, we started to have this before Cody arrived, and. <laughs> Yeah, I think well, Seth's I guess, been turned, yeah. even at day one, all the way back to day one when he faced Roman, and we still didn't get it. We still didn't yeah. get that turn. He's just so good in this role. Um, he is, and I think you you bring up Cody's interest actually because I think you wouldn't turn him face if because they're going to do Seth and Cody again, that, aren't they? That story's gold. You can't yeah. you can't get rid of that story. Yeah, no, you, you, you really yeah, can't. You've actually convinced me up to. I I, I was thinking maybe Seth is going to turn face, but actually I think. You, you can't turn in face with Cody coming back anytime in the next year. You can't have Seth as a, anything but a heel for Seth and Cody to work. Because I wondered whether they'd turn in face and then have him and Roman. As that could be really good. But There's I think so they don't, much they don't could need do. to be face. Yeah. I mean, Seth, Seth can work with anyone, heel or face, Seth. He's, he's that good. So, yeah. They, they, they can essentially do what, do what they want with Seth and it will work because he is the best worker they have. In the company, oh, he's fantastic, isn't he? He, he really is amazing. Yeah. Um, and you, you, it, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say you mentioned about how how many times Usos and Profits have wrestled. I also want to know how many times you've had Seth Rollins as your top mark. Oh, uh, I mean, I try. I sometimes try not to because <laughs> I mean, he had match of the year from me. I am a huge Seth Rollins fan. I mean, I can't deny that. Oh, you're, you're um, but he just is that damn good. Um, and again, this week had a lot on it, but everything was relatively average. There was no matches that I was like, wow. Yeah. Um, we certainly didn't have any 
women's matches that I was really intrigued about. I mean, did yeah, we yeah, really yeah. have any? I mean, we had the Raquel match, which was good, but it definitely isn't top mark territory. And but... Alexa Dewdrop, I think that was a And that was awful. Matches. So I'm not, I mean, the match wasn't awful, but it's just boring. I mean, what's the yeah, point? Yeah, it was so, not a good bit for women's wrestling, actually. No, there's a bit of a shame, actually. But yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> I can't help it myself. I really can't. But this is interesting because then. The, I think it was yesterday or today they've announced that Riddle is actually injured off of the yeah. off of the stomp. Um, you've had some strange stuff going on on Twitter. You've also had Seth almost ranting that he's not being looked at properly, even though he's like the basically what we've been saying, the workhorse of the company always elevates everybody and puts on a five star match, which did feel kind of real. But these are always the best stories, aren't they? When when yeah. it feels real. But then the fact that uh, we then had later in the day Triple H replying, oh, so basically the match at SummerSlam's off. Um, yeah. I missed the main point there. So Riddle versus Seth is not going ahead at SummerSlam. Seth then tweets saying, "What is some, I'm sorry to the fans that came to see me. What is a SummerSlam without me? And Triple H replies saying, I hear you. So what is going on here? Are we are we going to get the match anyway? Are we going to get a special guest? Is Seth going to be thrown into the main event? I mean, what's going to happen here? Yeah, it's interesting. And it's interesting what that does with Clash only a month away as well, because are we getting Seth and Riddle there? Depends. Yeah. I mean, this does feel like a work, but is Riddle actually injured some in some way, and that's why I they're mean, resting him. Riddle's been involved a lot over the last few months. If he picked up an injury, it wouldn't be a big surprise because he's been worked into the ground for Riddle. Yeah. Um, but I hope not. I, I hope it's... I, and it, feel, it feels like a work. It feels like one, definitely. Um, but I mean, maybe we'll see on SmackDown because I was going to say, you know, they're on a roll, but the brands aren't really a big issue right now. Anyone's anyone's anywhere. Yeah, we're recording this pre-Smackdown, so yeah, it definitely yeah. could. It definitely could go ahead, couldn't it? Um, yeah. Could be a massive work, but yeah, I mean, overall, nothing absolutely outstanding. But I think Raw and SmackDown were pretty solid this week. Yeah, I, th- I thought they were good shows. I think I think good builds towards SummerSlam, and yeah, I say I'm, I'm I'm pretty hyped for SummerSlam right now at this point. Yeah, I'm excited. With, with a SmackDown to come in between, it'll be interesting to see what happens. <clears throat> um, but let's just run through NXT quickly. There wasn't um, wasn't a big show this week. Um, anything? I mean, let's be sort of the main event, I guess, because yeah, sure. We had an eight-man tag: uh, Diamond Mine versus the D'Angelo family, um, which was a bit chaotic but it was it was good I mean this is the sort of match you usually see on a AEW show I feel like these these eight man tags big factions yeah. feels like an AEW type match but it's interesting and I wasn't I wasn't on the pod last week but I was, I was surprised that because again we keep thinking Roddy Strong's leaving he's breaking up and then last week they seemed to all like be back together all and be best uh, mates all again happy families again I, like, I think oh. this is this is again pressuring towards that though, isn't it? The ending yeah. here, yeah. Um, with strong accident. Well, it was almost like they were one up, one upping each other, wasn't it? You had mm. strong and Julius just basically just annihilating person after person, uh, and then it ends with Roddy Strong accidentally kneeing Julius in the face and causing the loss. Because um, Big Tony D. 
it's just forget about it and we get a one, two, three. Um, yeah. was a decent match. I mean, I really like the Creeds. I've said it before. They're so explosive. Um, sorry, you, you've gone a bit quiet there, Sean. No, come a bit closer to your microphone. Can you hear me? That's better. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what happened there. Oh, sorry. I, I, I we want to make sure we part. hear everything you say. Yeah, make sure it's um, one of the Creed brothers, I think it's Julius, the taller one. Yes, really impresses me. He, like He's one of them, good. one of them is insanely good. He kept jumping on the top rope and doing suplexes and just in, incredible. He was a real standout for me. Yeah, he hit um, one suplex, like a normal suplex, and he released him at the top of it. And yeah. Stax went absolutely flying. One thing I can say is Stax was getting beat the hell out. He was flying all over the ring, which so he definitely had a purpose. Fair play to him. Yeah, um, yeah fair play to him. You know, it's, 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 it isn't a bad spot to be in, is it, I guess? But interesting that the two Legado guys seem to just... They seem to be properly in the faction now, yeah. don't they? And this is, I'm interested to see what happens when Escobar comes back. Because that's kind of not been spoke about for a I wonder if he's coming up. They could call Escobar up, I guess. Um, I mean, I, I again, I would prefer to call all of Legado up and have him as a trio. But yeah, maybe. It's just, it's just interesting because they, they seemed quite defiant for a while. And now all of a sudden, they seem to just be a part of the D'Angelo family. Yeah, they seem to have gone in quite, quite nicely. It was pretty good, to be fair, though. I, I didn't mind this. They all worked very well. They're all good wrestlers, so it was definitely decent. Yeah, yeah, it was good. And that was probably the highlight of, Smack, of NXT, I would say. Um, I mean, we had some lots of women stuff going on. I mean, we've got Zoe Stark back now, haven't we? She let off a little promo. I must say, Cora Jade came out and her promo it was great. I, she has come on leaps and bounds. I mean, I was really critical back in the day. Uh, mainly of her wrestling, but her promo work has just gone insane. Um, I'm really impressed. Uh, I, I, I look forward to seeing what she can do. Um, yeah, you know, I completely agree. I, I, I think this is a good role for her. I was intrigued when she turned heel, and I, I think so far, so good. Um, Definitely. So, goes, so then we had Zoe Stark. Oh, she, saw, she actually opened the show, Zoe Stark, for her promo. She did, yeah. Interrupted by Cora and then Toxic, and then it set up a GG. Toxic Dolan. were absolutely everywhere, weren't they? They were, and this is like the start of 2.0 when Toxic Attraction were the main attraction of 2.0, and they feel a bit more like that. I mean, I think this is how they should be booked. I think they're really good. Um, one of the best things on an NXT, I would argue. Yeah, I think they're a really strong faction, and I thought um, GG was really good on the mic. Um, yeah, I thought she really did well on the mic. And then it got into their match, uh, Zoe and Gigi, um, which obviously Zoe Stark won. And we have that match. I don't know if it's next week, but it's at their next named show. Yeah. I've forgotten the name I can't already. Remember what it's called. Yeah, it's I've called forgotten like, the name as well. Heatwave. Heatwave. I was going to say Sandy Shores, so yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Heatwave, yeah. <laughs> Sandy Shores. Yeah. I mean, they probably showed a picture of sort of sand or a beach or something. <laughs> yeah, I think it's called Heatwave. Um, I, I guess we could, we could carry on talking about the women's wrestling then. So yeah, we have had an announcement for a fatal four-way tag team match, uh, which is next week, I think. 
Yeah. Um, or is this going to be at Sandy Shores? I mean, Heatwave. Um, <laughs> it could be at Sandy Shores, yeah. I mean, I don't know, um, I, I don't know when Heatwave is. It could be next week, I don't know. <laughs> and this involves toxic attraction. And this is all because Cora J put the title in the bin. Um, but, yeah, we, we've got um, toxic attraction, Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley, which they insulted and said they're not a tag team, but then they got into a big fight. Um, Caden Carter and I've forgotten her new name, but it's uh, Cantanzano, isn't it? Katana Chance. That's it, Katana Chance. And then I can't remember the tag team's name, but I do enjoy them in ring. Yeah, Valentina Feroz and Luis, Luisa Leon. I mean, it's random that they've just been thrown in, but also good that they we're going to see this, this yeah. tag team. Yeah, it is, it is good. I'm quite looking forward to seeing Ivy Nile, to be fair, in a, in a tag team, so she actually gets to do something. And I think Paxley is a good wrestler. Yeah, um, I mean, do you have any uh, early predictions? Who do you think to be the tag team champs? I mean, it wouldn't be crazy to say that Toxic's going to pick Stop them up again. Toxic. I but think I, I think, think they do Caden and Katana. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think they deserve it. Because um, they're, they're one of the only proper tag teams in NXT. They've yeah. always been in tag teams. So I think it's and they're sense. pretty good on the mic as well, aren't they? And and very and good in ring. And they're, they're kind of turning heel, aren't they as well? So yes, um, yeah, which is quite nice. Um, the person who actually, which I forgot to uh, mention, announced this was actually um, Alundra. Alundra um, Blaze. And Fax Fisher told me earlier that uh, they mentioned this on the show, but I, I actually got it wrong and thought it was the wrong title. That she actually put the women's title in the bin in her in her run. Yeah, so right. this is quite interesting because obviously Cora J put the title in the bin. So yeah, I, I guess mean, gives a little link there, brings the legend onto the screen. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes more sense than Jeff Charlotte, doesn't it? I guess. Yeah, it, it, it makes a bit of sense. Um, but this is an interesting direction because I. Thought them throwing the title in the bin was them their way of writing the tag team titles off, and they were just realizing we don't need tag team titles anymore. We don't have them else. We don't need it here. But they're going back to it, which is interesting because I, I thought that was the reason for what they did. Triple so H. I, yeah. So we've got the tag team titles back up. Yeah, Sorry, uh, Keeney, we're losing you when you look away. You're going to have to stare right <laughs> into my eyes. Or the camera, so everyone can see you. <laughs> um, um, sorry about our audio issues there, but yeah, if you're on YouTube or not on YouTube, Keeney's going to stare down yeah, the I'm camera now. Stare and run into the camera for the rest of the show. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think I've lost a lot of trailer of thought. The tag team titles are—I uh, thought we're going, but they're not, so that's good. <laughs> uh, um, did we have any more women's wrestling on the show? That—that that was basically what most of it was about, about wasn't it? Uh, uh, we had Indy Hartwell beat. Oh, of course um, we did. Yeah, Ariana Grace in a bit of a nothing match. Yeah, there wasn't too much to that, was there? Apart from uh, Indy winning. Wendy Chu had some nightmares. Yeah, I, I'm not interested in Wendy Chu in the slightest. Cool. Uh, apologies if anyone's a massive fan, but I'm certainly not now. That's definitely yeah. ship has sailed. Um, yeah, that ship has sailed. Yeah. Waller and Wesley. Um, to be honest, it's a bit of an understated match, but actually, I thought it was really good. I'm really happy the way that they've used Wesley's situation to build a great story. Waller yeah. really works well in this because he he's such an ass, isn't he? I mean, he brings out the aggression in in um, Wesley, um, and then you got 
Trick Williams knock out Wesley with a boxing glove. Yeah. Um, when then when then Waller gets the the finish with his awesome finisher, which I, I really do like. But yeah, that was a good match. Um, it was. I I like the story they're telling with Wesley with his like you know road to like redemption story. It's it's, it's quite cool, and good, I, I, I I think he's got a good potential, Wesley. I think he's I think he's got for someone I thought could have, could have got released when they released his tag team partner. I think he's actually got good potential now. So I think he's done well. Well, they've done well with Wesley. We had Apollo Crews beat Zion Quinn. Um, yeah, Zion Quinn's a strange one because he seems he's very good and he, he seems quite popular, but he doesn't seem to get booked in a very good way, does he? No, he doesn't. He, he has the look, Zion Quinn. Um, I, I just... They don't have a, a role for him yet, I don't think. He's kind of a bit lost. Loses a lot, doesn't he? Yeah, he might be someone who does better on the main roster, Zyron Quinn. I think he yep, could be yep. one of those. Well, I just don't, NXT, I just don't think he's going to do anything. Whereas I think maybe main roster, he could have a purpose. Um, but nice to see Apollo Crews. We haven't seen him wrestle too much since he moved down. Um, doesn't really have a storyline as of yet. But yeah. Oh, he looks good. Um, he got the win here. Very different to his main roster character. But good. Um, we also saw another guy you love as well, JD McDonough, um, with a interesting promo coming up through the crowd. I'm interested um, to know what you think about this one. Yeah, insulted everyone and was basically saying how he could hurt people, wasn't he? He, you know, was saying that you know he, he could. He, he got to um, Vic. Is it Vic Joseph? Yeah. yeah. And said that he, he could break his shoulder if he wanted. And yeah, just interesting. I, I mean, I, I, I quite liked that. I, I'm, I like this JD McDonough. Um, he's someone who didn't get a lot of mic time on NXT UK. He got a bit, but not a lot. And I, I think from what I've seen of him, he's actually really good. Really I good think he is very talented. I don't yeah. know if this really got across very well with the fans. But then again... It's a very good way of making him an extreme heel. Um, yeah. It did make me laugh when he 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 was going through everyone and he, he said some of, how many people have died eating popcorn or something. But then oh, the next yeah. thing, he just spoke to Alicia Taylor and said she had a nice voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I think this was a real good promo. Um, diff- something different as well. Um. Almost emphasising again, he's he's not the biggest of guys, is he? So I think he's demonstrating how he can hurt people anyway. Um, he's just savage, isn't it? It's believable that he could beat Bron. I mean, I like that. Yeah, that's that's I, a good I, thing. I, yeah, I agree with that. Hundred percent prefer this to um, to the Gacy feud by a mile. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, we did see another promo on on Gacy the schism as they're now called I think it's a stupid name the schism but I don't, don't like it um <laughs> but I can't, remember, I can't remember their new names but Gibson and Drake um they have a lot of transformation especially Gibson yeah I mean it all looks great but not great you know they look quite cool but then then he talks in his scouse accent it just sounds ridiculous he's trying not to isn't he yeah, it's, it it would help him out a lot if he wasn't Scouts, I think, <laughs> uh, unfortunately. But yeah, I mean, let's see what they do. At least Crystal Jungvets are back on our TV and, and doing something because we didn't see them for a long time. 
they're a fantastic tab team. So um, yeah. I'm excited to see them. That's the problem. I just hope they're in the ring. I don't want them to just stand around at the side because they're, they're brilliant in ring. Yeah, we, we should see them soon, I reckon. Um, the only other match I think on the card we haven't mentioned yet is Giovanni Vinci. Oh, and Andre Chase. You know what? Win. This, If there was an NXT top mark, I think this would get it. I forgot yeah. about that. I think um, you might, might be right, actually. Yeah, I this was an absolute him. banger. And I was thinking, who'd have thought that Andre Chase... I mean, we know that um, Giovanni Vinci is um, an amazing wrestler. And he was always the better out of him and Ludwig Kaiser, yeah. uh, in my opinion. Um, I just thought this was an amazing match. Uh, so many near falls and constant uh, high pay, high pace um, was so good, and and you got Giovanni with the win, uh, absolute banger. Yeah, and then we had the um, honorary Chase U student uh, Nathan Fraser, who kind of like slid in at the end. So I think we're going to get Nathan Fraser versus Vinci. Oh, that that match, those matches, great match, going to yeah. be incredible. I mean, Vinci's just so good. I I I really think they could have put him in with. Um, the maximum male models. I think that could have been a good spot for him if they were. Taking I think he's his... too good for it because I think they're going to waste. They're going to waste that. Yeah, no, you might be right. Direction. He's definitely better than Mansoor and Mace. Yeah, he's it's amazing the transformation because I never saw him as like this sort of real trimmed guy. And I mean, his yeah. physique's incredible, but they they've completely transformed him. It's it's mad. It's amazing how a bit of a beard trim and a bit of makeup can just completely change the character. Yeah. Um, He's very talented. I hope we do see him on the roster eventually, on the main roster eventually. I think he could do well. Yeah, I think so. But at the moment, every match he's having is, is I say, to get a great match from Andre Chase, who's not so far never really produced. He had a great one with Apollo Cruz the other week. And I think the Nathan Fraser one, when it comes around, will be really good as well. So, yeah, I think he's um, probably one of the better wrestlers on NXT right now. Um, Definitely. Weird we didn't see any Carmelo Hayes this week or Cameron Grimes because they've been on quite a lot recently, but they just weren't on the show, um, which was a bit Yeah, I suppose you had, you had Trick Williams to sort of progress. Yeah, it's just uh, odd to not see Carmelo. He's on every week, Carmelo. Yeah, yeah. It was, he was a full show, I guess. It was notable. And I, I, he wasn't there. I did, I did notice that. Um, anything else from NXT before we wrap up? I don't part? think so. I think we've we've gone over everything. We've done well. Thanks, Fisher. Hopefully, will be pleased with us. It will. Um, we've mentioned all the segments. I mean, there's tiny little segments, but I don't think we need to, yeah, to go even, into those. Even Fax Fisher wouldn't wouldn't tell us off for that. I yeah, I don't know. Right. I think he might do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, ho- hopefully everyone's enjoyed that. Yeah, so we are going to go recharge our batteries, as mentioned at the top of the pod. Uh, to the top of the pod if you have top of the pods top of the pods if you haven't yet followed us on twitter follow us at recharge wrestle find us on youtube recharge wrestling um good time to follow us on youtube actually because we're gonna have the, the the weekly content but we have clash of the castle around the corner and there will be a lot of video content and stuff from clash of the castle we will be putting on our page as well so that'll be one to check out once that's done um uh, but you know, you can check it out on Twitter as well. We'll, we'll be posting stuff on Twitter. Um, try and get a bit more active on Twitter. We've, we've been a bit quiet, I think, for, for a while. So we need, we need to get back on that. 
So we, it's, it's a good time to follow us on Twitter as well. It's, it's, it's a good time to get involved with Recharge Wrestling. Um, but we need to charge our batteries up. But before we do, actually, I just remembered, we will be running, as Crossy mentioned before, a prediction. Uh, we, we, we're running it all year, the Predictions League. The winner gets a WWE or AW t-shirt from the boys at Recharge of your choosing. Um, so it is definitely worth getting involved. It's not too late. Um, plenty of plenty of pay-per-views to go. There's, there's, there's a lot of time. And no, no one's doing that great. It's not like, not like there's a standout um, performer. So definitely worth getting involved. Check out our Twitter for that, where you can see the tweets and that's how you can get involved. So do that, recharge your batteries, and we will see you the same time next week. Thank you. Bye. Cheers. 